Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back to the X-Men Files, where today we're talking about Kitty Pride versus Wolverine, issues one and two. Yes, we are. Summarizing those issues will be wow. We just really launched. I'm still finding it on the. Do you want to do? Do we need some ado? No, I mean we no, can have we some can, ado. We can, we can have can, some ado. Not one minute chat. of ado. One minute no, of ado. Okay, you're in charge of the ado. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> or do you just want to launch what, into the issue? That's what the ado. I think that's is. what the ado. It's the ado is it's a do about a do. Oh my goodness! Can we? Can we? Do you want to start over? No, but we are going to have to kill that. Uh, that runner, I think it's time for it to die. That's uh, that's within your control. No, it isn't. I mean, even I. No, it's it isn't within my control. It isn't within my control because that's fair. Actually, because... that's, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's partial. It is within your sphere of influence. It, I mean, by saying that I would like to kill it, I yeah. think it is within my sphere of influence because every day, every day. I sit down and hear once a week every day once a week no once once every other week once every three weeks (laughs) at least once every other week no that's that that's that's incorrect despite my best intentions we talk about a do (laughs) all right cool uh so you've got your recap right i do not have a recap let's um fuck what (laughs) continue reading do i see kitty pride and wolverine on my continue reading i do not i see it god damn it easy Sorry. Um, Uh, The last thing I needed the first thing this morning. Yeah. Issue one. Here we go. Issue one. Yeah, for you. Read issue. It's not on my thing. I read it. Kitty Pride and Wolverine is awesome, and I loved it. Okay. We do not have a uh, formally written up recap. Why don't you kick us off for issue one, and then I will recap issue two. It's going to be a kind of an off-the-cuff recap. Yeah, we don't even have... Oh, wait, here it goes. Fine, it shows up now somehow. Informally written recap. So Kitty Pride, (coughs) uh, heartbroken, heads back to Deerfield, Illinois. The jewel of the Northwest suburbs. (laughs) Focus on the word Jew there, (laughs) yeah. Kitty Pride puts okay. the Jew in Jewel of the Northwest Suburbs. Yeah. If you're not from Chicago, everybody that lives in Deerfield is Jewish. Not everyone. Almost everyone oh, that lives heavens. in Deerfield is Jewish. Probably 5% of the people that live in Deerfield are Jewish, which makes it seem 5%. like everybody. Yeah. I mean, maybe I would actually be right. curious to know. Which means that there are more Jews in Deerfield per capita yeah, than, than any other find. place on earth. But, stati- but, but, but there's still a statistical anomaly. Yeah. Anyway, I grew up anyway. near Deerfield. and uh, uh, I love Jews from Deerfield like you. I'm not from Deerfield. I love Jews who are from places where you're from. <laughs> I love you is what I'm saying. I love Jew. Jew. Okay. Uh, okay. The jewel. So the jewel of the northwest suburbs. The Deerfield, jewel of Illinois. The northwest suburbs. Kitty Pride heads back to Deerfield. Uh, she's she's sad and brokenhearted. Uh, her dad buys her a new pair of ice skates. And uh, she's out and about, I guess, skating or at least carrying her skates. She decides to visit her dad at the bank in downtown Deerfield, which you can. I mean, I don't, I'm sure that there are banks, but yeah. Deerfield is the sort of uh, star's hollow place where you can walk from your house to yes. commerce. Yeah. Uh, she gets to the bank and breaks in, basically, and hears uh, 
a, a stressful conversation between her father and uh, some men. She busts into the room and there are... Three Japanese men and one Aryan <laughs> villain. Yeah. Was it clear straight away that they were Japanese or are we just making an assumption because we know that they are? Uh, fair question. Yeah. One of them is clearly Asian. The other, eh, two of them are clearly Asian. One of them yeah. is, um, got a, got a hat and, and, and glasses on. Yeah. So and one of them is named Mr. Shumai. Hmm. Which is, you know, that would be a, uh, Japanese. Is that Japanese for gangster? Uh, no. No. Okay. At least I don't think so, but I'll, is I'll Google that. Japanese for delicious dumpling? Uh, No. Okay. Akira, Akira Kurosawa is actually Japanese for <laughs> delicious, delicious dumpling. dumpling. <laughs> I think you're just delicious, making that up. delicious filmmaker. All right, so she she busts into this room. Uh, she's obviously unwelcome. Dad's a little bit, uh, you know, concerned. Dad's going to Japan, and Kitty is told to go home. Mm. Dad leaves. She follows him to the airport, and basically. Uh, uh, what is it? What's the word for what she does? Phases. Stow away? She stows away. She stows away yeah. with magic onto a plane, still in her, I guess, ice skating costume. Yeah. And um, I did love the part where it's like traffic is lousy, as usual. The airport is jammed, as usual. The cabbie gets lost, as usual. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time I reach the right terminal, terminal and discover what plane Dad's on, uh, you know, it's already gone. But I thought was. Cabby probably doesn't get lost on purpose in Chicago. Not getting, not going to the airport. No, typically. if they get lost, like from Deerfield it's, to it's O'Hare, it's actually. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's not hard. That's to a do. long drive. Yeah, but it is not hard. To yeah, two ninety four. Take it right there. So exactly. Phases yeah. onto the airplane. Uh, someone figures out that she's kind of not supposed to be there. She escapes when they land in Tokyo. And is kind of out and about in Tokyo uh, in her weird skating costume, uh, phasing into and out of things, looking for her dad. She doesn't have any money. Uh, she's hungry and she's wearing a cape. She yeah. goes to his office building. Oh, that's right. And she, she needs money, so she steals some money from the ATM. Right. Yeah. yeah, steals money from the ATM. And she feels so bad about it. I was up another it. historical reference there while you were talking. <clears throat> she steals money from the ATM. She feels bad about it, which, yep. you know, really she shouldn't feel all that bad. Yeah, she'd feel a little bad. Yeah. What's she doing stowing away? You know, somebody else is supposed to bankroll this uh, joyride of hers? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh -huh. So she goes to... Did you, she breaks into someone's apartment. Sorry, I actually read this like two weeks ago for last week. So what page are you on? Uh, page... 17. So, oh, holy smokes. Yeah. Someone's apartment. Uh, yeah. A guard uh, shoots at her. She runs away. Oh, this is... Okay, sorry. Then she steals money then from she the steals ATM. Then she steals money Right. I think she's about to. And so she gets up and she gets uh, picked up on uh, the closed circuit camera. Yes. Now chased by cops. Yes. Now she's like a, a high criminal picture in all the post offices for they do not have post put offices up, in japan they have post offices mm -hmm. in japan they do not tolerate people stealing from atms in japan i mean if i know one thing Clear. about oh, she's got japan from all of the pop culture from the 1980s so yeah yeah okay all she right. drops all the money 
Yeah. Which is, you know, if you're going to steal it, you may as well. May as well drop it. Hold on to it. Um, no, may you may as well hold on, hold to, on it. to it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, steal yeah. it. Yeah. She uh, she goes to a phone and calls the the makes mansion. a ridiculous collect call. <laughs> makes a collect call to the mansion. Uh, Wolverine answers and uh, hangs up. She hangs up. And then she sees herself on all the all the cameras. Right. Because um, stealing like a thousand yen from an ATM that will get your face on on the television. Yes. Then she goes back to the apartment, which I can't remember, but I guess she knows where it's supposed where she's supposed to be. She sees her dad um, making an agreement with some uh, weird looking guy in a robe yeah. to launder money, and she feels sad. She and feels frightened. sad. All right. So issue number two. Uh, let's kick us off here. I'm on page 24, 24. Let's back up a step. Ugh, get to page one, page one, cover, cover page, uh, split screen of Kitty Pride. uh, half of her face matched with a satanic bull thing with horns yeah. and, uh, the knives are out. The knives and the claws and the, um, katana swords are out. Uh, Kitty looks sort of horrified. The devil mask looks um, hungry or angry or something. Mm. All right. Looks like the Star the Star Wars thing. Uh, 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 Darth Darth yeah. Darth Maul. Darth Darth yeah. Darth Maul. Yeah. Something in a Darth. Okay. Terror is the title of this uh, issue. And speaking of terror, our cat <laughs> might need to escape. Uh, our cat is wandering around. Uh, okay, this is gripping, gripping podcasting. Um, low angle shot as the people come in on Kitty unawares, and she says, Dad, and he says, Kitty, uh, you got your chocolate and my peanut butter, I got your peanut butter and my chocolate. <laughs> we, we, we all have some splaining to do. Yes. But before that, the, um, old jade, uh, costumed uh, dude six his goons on kitty they underestimate her they do and she throws a swivel chair into them and uh they go boom she has a pretty awesome uh vault over that swivel chair to get past them punches the jade dude in the solar plexus and gets off uh gets away rather um jade dude talks to uh a guy in a black tie um Ogun is his name. <coughs> Excuse me. She's she sort of has. Oh no, pegged. sorry. So Ogun is the. Wait a minute. Oh yeah, Ogun is the guy. Yeah, yeah she has him pegged as like a super baddie. Yeah. At some point, she's yeah, exactly. She gets a weird feeling from him or something. And uh, there's a weird kind of transaction that takes place between Ogun and um, Shigematsu. Yeah. Uh, he says, uh, hey, uh, uh, capture this girl and do whatever you want with her, uh, which is uh, some sadistic is, shit. Our debt is cleared. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's just really bizarre. Yeah. Um, uh, neither one of you owned her. Um, Kitty Pride's dad is upset. He heard her name mentioned in the Japanese and he gets a bit understandably defensive and then he gets his ass kicked yeah and dad doesn't know that she's a superhero correct right? yeah. correct meanwhile kitty phases through the floor uh causing a woman to faint and she drops all the way down into like the boiler room of this giant skyscraper manages not to drop all the way into the sewer good call yeah. and immediately behind her is ogun with the darth maul uh with horns mask he 
foofs a bit of uh, pixie dust into her face, uh, and she yeah, goes she down like a sack of crap. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, remember when you just had to pass through a metal detector mm-hmm. at the gate, <laughs> and you could smoke while you were doing it at the airport? <laughs> And wear a hat and all sorts of miss, shit. I do miss that. Uh, you, you miss you know. smoking at the airport? No, I don't miss smoking at the airport. I've never had a cigarette in an airport. Mm, no. I'm trying to think. Like, um, is that true? In Paris, I might have. I don't. I might have. I might have had a cigarette at the uh, uh, at the at the Parisian airport. I miss smoking at the airport. I miss being actually. What I miss most, honestly, yeah. is meeting people like at their gate right off of their flight. Yes. I always thought that was really really fun. That I loved neat. doing that when they came out the door. That made me really happy. I got to do that with my friend when we went to Florida. Oh, cool. Yeah, I did that ago, too. But uh, I do yeah. miss doing that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and I've got some dust in my throat, so I'm going to be coughing for a while now. Uh, they give Wolverine the wand because he fails <laughs> the metal detector. They, it, Rather, the metal detector is a smashing success. Yes, it detects metal. Yes, it detects metal. Uh, he's got a medical certificate. Uh, it appears to be in order, Mr. Logan. Mm. Oh, that's a relief. <laughs> Uh, when posed the question to, uh, to Wolverine, are you traveling to Tokyo for business or pleasure? Business. business. Okay, cool. Uh, Kitty can talk, but she is otherwise paralyzed. So there's a spotlight that shines on her. Um, Darth Maul in a suit. Uh, basically just sort of fucks with her with a katana sword, um, de- disrobing her. Yeah, that was like, disrobing, disrobing her and also, what's that? That was disturbing. Yeah, it's pretty messed up, yeah. and also gives her a pretty severe haircut, which we've seen already in right, the pages of the X-Men. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's some weird hypnotic shit that causes her to be a baby, <laughs> and yes. there is, I don't know, some Matrix-style mental implantation that again. teaches her kung fu and how to throw throwing stars and uh, fight with all sorts of weapons. How long does this take place? We are no. not sure. Yeah. It is a long flight from New York to Tokyo. Yes. I mean, for her, it's her entire life, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. That's why we'll get into this a little bit later. So there's some timey-wimey shit going on. Uh, point being, after about four pages, Kitty is a badass ninja. Yes. In addition to being able to uh, phase, phase through, through shit. Yes. She's like the, uh, the, the, the protege of... Uh... The bad guy. Protégé. Mm. Yeah, French. Uh, at the baddies place, one of the baddies places, I think that's um, Ogun. Uh, sorry, I got distracted here. The way that the, the scene kind of opens is a little bit unusual because it opens up like like it's dark and what and okay. Um, what page are you on? I'm on page. I, I'm I'm on the page where I butcher this recap. Cool. Uh, bad guy's apartment. Wolverine fucks him up. Bad guy's apartment. Wolverine gets there and fucks him up. Fucks him up. Fucks him all the way up. Um, gets um Ogun to actually. I keep calling him Ogun, but that's that's not who this is. Um, Ogun is the guy that um, uh, Duda is uh, had had kidnapped. Um, Kitty. Oh yeah, Ogun's the bad yeah. ninja guy. Shikamatsa. Yeah. Shikamatsa is uh, is where they were. Uh, yeah, of, yeah. This all happens like overnight. Yeah, I knew that there but was in her some perception. Way to... It's her whole life. Yeah, I know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I'm because like yeah. I'm just trying to nail the time down. Because yeah. I knew that there's some reason why I connected it to like Wolverine. He he's got an overnight flight yeah. to to Tokyo, and like the next morning, sorry. uh, Shikamatsu calls uh, Ogun and says, "Um, hey, Wolverine is in my apartment," and Ogun effectively says, "Uh." 
I might have been born yesterday, but I stayed up all night, and Kitty is now a ninja. <laughs> we thought I could take credit for uh, might have been born yesterday, but I stayed up all night. Uh, that's a, um, what's the name of this? There's a great band, a great album uh, by a band called LP. I think it's just up, up all night. Mm. Anyway, groovy, groovy song. Uh, Kitty beats the shit out of some ninjas, almost kills one, but then doesn't. And Ogun uh, has some prior history with Wolverine and decides to, I guess, kill-ish two birds with one stone by saying, uh, hey, Kitty, uh, I want you to go kill Wolverine and trouble yourself no longer about this foreign devil, Sensei. He is as good as dead. Yeah. Uh, which means that we're going to get the... The the uh, the uh, uh, the conflict that or the, the fight that I'm not sure who anyone asked for uh, Kitty Pride versus, versus Wolverine, Wolverine yeah. uh, calling back to my initial tongue and cheek um, uh, gambit that you didn't pick up on because the, the name of the series is Kitty Pride and Wolverine. Mm. What did you say? Kitty I Pride. said Kitty Pride versus mm. Wolverine. The next issue it will actually be. Kitty yeah, Pride I know. I've read Wolverine. the next issue. Wow, you're, yeah. you're, you're I read keen. all three last week. Yeah, I found, like, I, I loved these issues. I found them really oh, great. Um, readable yeah. somehow. Like, they okay. were just very, very clear, <clears throat> and the action moved at, like, a good pace. There wasn't any stuff that felt like filler, but there also yeah. wasn't anything that felt like, holy shit, they had to cram a lot of story and, like, what the fuck just happened. Um. um that all makes sense because yeah. I know that the last few episodes issues rather you've struggled a little bit. Yeah. There are characters that you're just not familiar with that you've never you have no exp- mm-hmm. no reason to be familiar with. Uh, here, two characters that you know, right, and that's about it. Right, right, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really, I, I really enjoyed the pacing of of. I read, I think I was angry at everybody, and I came upstairs last weekend. I remember that. <laughs> what was <laughs> I angry about? I can't remember. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it always is. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah, much. It uh, won't mean a thing in a hundred years. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. So I came upstairs and I was like, oh, yeah, I have to read this for tomorrow. It must have been on Saturday night. And I like, it was, read yeah. all three. Boom, boom, boom. Sometimes it takes me a little while to just get through one if there's mm-hmm. like a lot of <clears throat> words or if I have to go back right. and figure out. sort of. It does um, take a long time to read words. But I, I thought these were really excellent. I, I liked the amount of dialogue that they, they had. Um, yeah. I liked sort of how... They um, sort of took took Claremont, I guess, took his time with the story. Didn't you know? Like, could have right. condensed this all into one or two. Yeah, right. But you know, didn't, and I thought that was cool. Okay, uh, fantastic. I'm, I, you had said that you liked this. I remember, like Sunday morning mm-hmm. after uh, tempers had cooled, um, <laughs> we chatted. Was I mad at you or just at the kids? It doesn't matter. Hmm. But anyway, I think you're mad at them, and by proxy me, because mm-hmm. I, you know, I think you're mad at them, and and I, I hit my, you know, my codependent uh, thing there, where like I, you, you, if the two, if you're mad at the kids, or the kids are mad at you, then uh, I'm going to be unhappy, yeah, even if I'm not at all involved. Uh, that's not what we're here to talk about in codependency, my management of my emotional uh, relationships. Um, <laughs> we're here to talk about uh, this. Yeah, I was delighted to hear you say that. Um, where was it going with this? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, lost my train of thought in, in, I just wanted to, uh, name check my own codependency. <laughs> let's, uh, let's get back into this. Uh, I, I think, I think maybe where I was going with this, um, so I read this series less than a year ago for the very first time. Hmm. 
I didn't read it in 1984 when oh, it came right, out. Oh, okay. That's interesting. You, well, here, you know why. You because stopped at, reading comics at that point? No, no. At that time, these were my two least favorite characters. Oh, no. I didn't know that. Um, which kind of begs the question of what characters I did like. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was not all that into Storm either. I think I was... I mean, I... I very much Team Cyclops. Uh, yeah, but then he's time. been gone for ages. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Maybe Rogue was... was very intriguing. I, 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 yeah, you liked Rogue. I, I, I really, that was a breath of fresh air for me. Um, but no, Kitty Pride, I felt, got way too much attention. Wolverine did as well. And I'll say that Wolverine as a character is, uh, I, I think, a difficult character to do very well. Because mm-hmm. he's he's like, he's super cliche. Mm-hmm. Um, and... and I think to some extent, that archetype has been around for ages. The stoic, violent, um, bends the rules to get the job done. Yeah, <laughs> like, like that's been around for a long, long time. Yeah, they did. They did. They there was some of his sort of uh, complexity and kind of multifacetedness in the Wolverine. Yeah. series, right? But right, just within the X-Men, yeah, he's pretty... Well, and the thing is, rereading it, my... Either either I've moved on, or the culture has degraded, or something. Uh, rereading it, he's not nearly as, as bothersome as he was at mm-hmm, the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, period. Now, the character of Wolverine, depending on, on what era of X-Men you're reading... Um, and, and Jason Powell makes a lot of this, depending on, on what area you're reading, there are elements of the character that receive I think, an undue amount of attention, like mm-hmm. his backstory. Well, how old is, is Wolverine? When Claremont's writing, that doesn't really come up. But now, it, I mean, it's established that he's comfortably over 100 years old, mm. 100 some years old. So it's like, ooh, we've got all of these stories to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Okay. <laughs> and all, it, mysteries about his origins and all sorts of other shit, uh, all of these things. And it was, uh, okay. It, it was more interesting if you just kind of like, there's some open questions about him. Right. But the most interesting thing about him is, to me, is I think captured by the Wolverine miniseries mm-hmm. where it is reconciliation of how he sees himself uh with how the world sees, yeah. sees him. Yeah, and, and, and being so simplistic. So I didn't like these two characters. Right. So you didn't read <laughs> but, this because you don't want to. Ex- like, this is like a bunch of shit that I just don't want to read. I didn't buy the original Wolverine series. My brother did. Mm-hmm. I read it and I thought it was really cool. I mm-hmm. enjoyed it largely because of Frank Miller because I was, was a big time Frank yeah. Miller at that time. Um, But also rereading this. As a, so Wolverine, I'm maybe not pro, but uh, going through this again, Kitty, I'm I'm absolutely pro. Mm-hmm. I, I found her a fascinating character, mm-hmm. and and she's loads of fun. And I can see why Claremont uh, enjoyed writing, writing her, her so much. Yeah. So, read it. Long story continued to be long. Read it less than a year ago, and read these two issues again. And yeah, man, I'm on board. Yeah, it, it's really groovy stuff. Yeah. They were really cool, cool idea. Yeah. Well executed, uh, you know, it has a, a sort of a finite finishing point. I mean, yeah. maybe you didn't when it first came out. I guess it would have been advertised as a sh- short I'm sure it series. Was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Curious to see. I mean, I know what happens in the next one, but I'm curious to see how yeah. it ends. The first issue is uh, a really fantastic 
plot delivery machine. Mm -hmm. And by the way, when I say plot delivery machine, that is high praise from me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Plots are hard. Uh, Okay. So it is a a well-crafted plot delivery machine. Uh, Just watching uh, Kitty go through uh, this this journey of, and, and much of it is very much about her moving from one place to another. Uh, but the, the slow burn of, she starts off her life is not awesome. She's boyfriend has just dumped her and, uh, her life is just going to get worse. Mm -hmm. And Claremont continues to deepen her predicament, Mm -hmm. but she still has a significant amount of, uh, of volition in everything that she's yep. doing. Uh, it's, it's really fantastic. Like I could just read that all day yeah. long. Yeah. No, it was, yeah, it was, it was good. It was, the pacing was really good. Yeah. Was, I, I Christopher it. Nolan could have written that shit. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you're distracted by the cat. No, I'm not. You're clearly distracted by I'm the not. cat. Uh, I got to come up with a question to pose to you. We're going back to Japan. Yes. Japan, Japan. I like Japan, Japan. Okay. And apparently, I guess, according to something I remember reading ages ago, like, they they really continue to lean into to Wolverine's, like, Japanese uh, right. connection, uh, despite his no longer being involved with Mariko. Yeah. yeah. And Wolverine's connection to Japan is something that I'm going to flag as being... A little problematic narratively and a bigger problem culturally. Mm. Why? <laughs> narratively, it is a way to um, whatever the opposite of subtext is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wolverine's identity relies on this this kind of character's identity relies on an ethical code that that the reader can sympathize with mm-hmm. you know, to, to was it the, uh, the Bob Dylan lyric, you know, to, to live outside the law, you must be honest. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so there is uh, a code that supersedes basic laws. Right. And, and, and the audience has to be sympathetic to this. Mm-hmm. This is how you get, I mean, like, like dirty Harry would be at a weird extreme of that. Uh, you know, he gets results. Um, <laughs> Uh, Amos from The Expanse is like that. Mm-hmm. He, he has an ethical code that uh, resonates. So Wolverine does this as well, yep. which is why we're able to tolerate some of what would otherwise be moral lapses. Yeah, yeah, straight up, straight up psycho behavior. Yeah, pegging him to Japan means that he will invoke the word honor mm. uh, from time to time. He does an issue too. So narratively, I don't like it because it's basically just like almost like a neon sign saying that he's adapting a cultural institution Mm -hmm. uh, and and he's being very explicit. Well, these are honorable Mm -hmm. actions. Okay. Uh, okay. Culturally, it's problematic because uh, I think that having lived through the 80s, the whole cultural conversation about... Uh, Japan and the United States as being economically powerful and competitive Mm -hmm. bled into some kind of xenophobic stuff, but also the fascination with an attention, fascination with Japan, attention paid to Japan uh, meant that 
you get American notions of Japanese as having these cultural ideas. Maybe it's genuine. Right. Yeah. It's it right. sort of it, maybe, it, but it, 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 but it's super reductive. Yeah. It. It. Yes. It. It gives a sort of a a false and simplistic sense of like this kind of a yeah. ancient feudal style stuff in Japan that right. gives the impression that that's still how everything is there. Right. Know? And and yeah, I get that. E- exactly. So 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 that um, I, I mean, I'm delighted that we're going to Japan, yeah. uh, but it it feels. A little dated to me because it feels very much in keeping with some of the kind of coarse readings of Japanese culture by an Anglo writer uh, that would have happened in the 1980s. Yes. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. Have you ever seen the movie, or actually read the book, it was a book first. I've not read the book, but have you ever seen the movie Rising Sun? No. Okay, it's a book by Michael Crichton. Um, I might have, possible that I read the book? Yeah. I definitely haven't seen the movie. All right. Well, I, I, I saw yeah. the film with a friend of mine who had read the book. Yeah. And he said, like, the book's just, like, filled with cultural notes about Japan. Fuck me. Like, Mad Men is another one. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, was it was Burt Cooper. He's the old dude. who's yeah. like, he's the uh, uh, Japanophile. Yeah, he's really into Japan. <laughs> um, that's another one where... Uh, like oh, every innocuous thing that happens must be interpreted as, as, as like 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 decoder ring about uh, about yeah. Japanese culture, and there's there's some of that that that's real. I mean, cultures do have different different things, but um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, yes, I, I I think that what you're saying, or additional to what you're saying, is like America was interested in Japan at this time, yeah, in the 80s, and so they, you know, it felt. Uh, convenient or interesting or yeah. relevant to sort of shoehorn a character into Japanese culture um, and that character. But beyond that, yeah. it was a very blunt reading yeah. of, of Japanese of culture. Japanese culture yeah. that, and, and, um, shoehorn I, a character into Japanese culture in a simplistic way. Right, yeah. right. Um, I mean, you can imagine a circumstance where, like, another character uh, might might be like imagine imagine Nightcrawler, imagine uh, Kurt having some sort of Japanese connection. That's problematic because the Germans and the Japanese. But um, <laughs> really, like the couple that we know that got married, uh, she's German and, and he he was he was Hawaiian, but you know Japanese yes. uh, ethnically. Yes. Uh, their wedding is his father's like Germany and Japan together again. <laughs> Goddamn hilarious! They're funny, um, those people. They have a good sense of humor. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and and they're an awesome couple. Uh, they're probably not listening, but if they are, hi, uh, hope you're having fun in Hawaii. Uh, we miss you guys. You guys are great. Um, <laughs> so yeah, imagine like another character where and Kurt Germanity, Germanity, Germanness aside. Yeah, I mean every, but it's funny because yeah. every other character does. Ha- you know, Kurt's German and Peter's Russian and Aurora yeah. sort of uh, from Africa. <laughs> you yeah. know, and. Kitty's American. Right. Right. So, well, Scott, I guess, is American, too. So, yeah. like, it couldn't have been one of the other characters because they have their own cultural stereotypes, particularly Peter, that they bring with them from their own culture. No, my point is uh, another character being the entry point to Japan, other than Wolverine, means that we're, we're leaning much less into this exoticized, simplistic notion of honor. Yeah, yeah fair. <laughs> that, yeah. That's all that I'm getting at, yeah. because we, we we then like if Kurt has some Japanese connection, good heavens, why? Right. Yeah. Uh, and and that I think uh, is narratively more interesting than 
uh, oh, we've got this uh, brooding, inscrutable person. Well, clearly he's he's got a Japanese he's got connection. A, right. he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get yeah. The, his Japanese connection doesn't bother me, but I I, I take your point. Globally, it doesn't bother. Well, globally, it doesn't bother me. I, I said like like it has two, you know, for me, two problematic elements. Yeah. Those are them. All right. What what's gross? You picked up something gross on our floor. <laughs> I didn't pick up anything gross. You picked up something on her floor and you made a face. I was just a cat on the toy. The floor of the Cludio. Okay, a cat me. toy. It poked you. It poked me a little bit. It sh- it's not meant to poke no, anyone, it's is it? It's not meant to poke the cat. It's not meant to poke the cat. The cat doesn't play with it. Doesn't matter. Cat's not into toys. If it if it if it's pokeable, if it's yeah. pokey, we should probably throw yeah, it away. We'll get rid of it. All right, we'll get rid when of we it. We finish here. Um, yeah. What else do we What else do we want to say about the about uh, this issue? Mm, that's. Before we zoom out and do other other pop culture, that's most of it. I'm excited to to read the rest of it. As am I. Um, I'm curious whether we want to do the the mini series magic Ooh. about Ilyana Rasputin. Mm. Let's finish this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, actually, I'm getting survive, way way ahead of things because survive um, the blessed event that we have coming up next two weeks from now, and then yay. Uh, and then we will make other heavy decisions. Make other heavy. Well, it's not that heavy of a decision. very heavy decisions. Whether we read a comic book. Yes. All right. Uh, we're watching Lost. We are re rewatching Lost. We are Lost. rewatching Lost. Headline news in the, the fan and household. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and our children are on board. They seem to be digging it. They are now on board. He was on board pretty much from the beginning. Yeah. He was. He was hooked. She was. She took a little bit. She of time. took a little bit of time because she somehow couldn't get over the idea that it was a that it was a scary show. Yeah. Which it is not a scary show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's been really fun so far. I'm enjoying that. Yeah, I look forward to you know. There's like it's still fresh for you. This is like a th- at least um, our third go through the series. Yeah, watching it with them is fun. I think our yeah. second, like I enjoyed the, f- I enjoyed rewatching it the second time. But I think part of yeah. the reason we did that is we didn't have anything else to watch. Yeah, maybe we couldn't yeah. think of anything else to watch. Um, but this time it's fun. Also because it's been long enough. Yeah. that I've forgotten a lot of the stuff that happens oh, really? or the oh, wow. order that it happened, yeah. which happens every it happened between the first and the second time too. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, so a lot of things that happen are like, oh yeah, that happened in this season. <laughs> oh yeah, I'd forgotten that. Um, yeah, so that was was that really loud? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, it was. It, it's cool. It's cool. Um, yeah, like the the. Well, I don't want to give anything away, but um, you don't want to give anything about Lost away. I mean. <laughs> Darth Vader is Luke's father. <laughs> okay, I think that <sighs> fair. Okay, when like I had forgotten. For the dozen of you that are watching, <laughs> listening, like when we're we gonna need... we're gonna give some spoilers about the TV show Lost. <laughs> fair. That is seventeen years ago. I had forgotten how early we meet Rousseau, for example. Oh really? Yeah, okay. I had yeah. forgotten that that happens. You know, you know super early yeah. on. I I, I want to say that I I I kind of knew that. Uh, maybe that what. Watching it the third time, the first time that I watched it, I think there was a little bit more shipping of Saeed and Kate in the early episodes. Hmm. But now watching it again, it looks like that falls by the wayside quickly yeah. insofar as it was ever there at all. No, yeah, I never felt like it was there at all apart from that yeah. one time that Sawyer mentioned it. But if he hadn't right. said it, I wouldn't have. I mean, I think they're shipping him and Kate. Oh, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, but I yeah, he and Kate and yeah. Jack and Kate. Yeah, I, I never got the feeling that there was any. Yeah. Whereas in my memory, 
like of the first season is like oh yeah the first uh, blah 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 like like Saeed like there was maybe something oh, there no uh, I don't remember. I have no recollection of that that's interesting yeah another spoiler um and I'm blanking on the name of Maggie Grace's character the other Paris Hilton and, and that, like like cause Shannon I, yeah Shannon there we go I, I did actually look some stuff up I, I was a, I was awake or something like that at 4 a.m. and so I was wikiing um so. Again, spoilers. Like yeah. Saeed and, and and Shannon get together, and, and they actually do get together. Like, that was uh, Naveen Andrews took that to the writers, the producers, and said, "Hey, do you know what would like really fuck Middle America up? Is <laughs> 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 with the two of us are to date? Yeah. <laughs> which which is like, I, I mean, it's, it's it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and, it's interesting. Like the 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 sort of uh, focus." Mostly from Sawyer, but uh, you know, also from America. Yeah. On on uh, the character being, you know, Arab, like an Arab character, specifically, and then you know, sort of the sort right. of uh, Islamophobia or whatever that that comes along with it at that time in America. Yeah, because we're it's definitely in the rear view now. <laughs> no, I mean it. It's not in the rear view, but it was like it felt very <laughs> like it feels very specific. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it, we are. I mean, the Iraq War, the Second Gulf War, yeah. was happening. You know, yeah. so yeah. I mean, I wasn't trying to pick on you. Yeah, no, 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 no I don't feel picked on. Uh, the The Second Gulf War is more or less over. Yeah, I mean, it didn't. Uh, it didn't feel that those characters had been our interest in it stopped ages ago. Yeah, but it didn't. Yeah. Like, I guess, and I don't. I didn't lost sort of. One of the things that I say to the kids was like, "Law sort of brought me back to TV after not watching TV for, oh, yeah. you know, like not thinking that network television had anything to offer me. Yeah. I had having no interest in it whatsoever. Yeah, um, my sister started watching Lost, and then was like, "You have to watch this because it's oh. awesome, whatever." Yeah. Um, but I think prior to that, like there, you know, there hadn't been any Arab characters really, and if there were, uh, yeah. they were like straight up baddies. Yep. Right. So, you know, was was he the, you know, maybe not the first? I don't know. Uh, that's you're spot on. But sort of a complex yeah. Arab character that, you know, with an acknowledgement of the history that, that yeah. his people have had in America, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's cool. Uh, I absolutely agree with you. Because, um, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm out of tea. <laughs> Arab, Middle Eastern, uh, Islamic characters are few and far between. Uh, and I'm struggling to think of any of them that were anything more than a caricature. Yeah. Um, and coming up with like nothing. Yeah. So yeah. Um, dude who worked for Republican Guard and tortured people like might not be the kind of representation that they're looking for. But um, you know, crawl before we can walk. Right. But he, you know, but the he character was great. On the, the character journey. was great. Yeah yeah. 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 And and um, uh, that actor. You know, we have the DVDs and they're like the featurettes. It 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 just. Slays me. It's hilarious every time that he speaks. His like accent. Is... Oh my god, he's <laughs> just super, 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 super chatty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> super. It's hilarious. Estuary English. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean, hats off, man, because like, you like, just I don't, don't see... think chavy is the preferred nomenclature. <laughs> well, whatever. You lived in London. Give me the uh, give me the thing. Estuary English. Yeah. Chavo, like, is that a, is that a horrible thing? Is yeah, that it's a, like insulting? Yeah. Well, I know it. Well, okay, fine. It is yeah, insulting. Well, I, I... White trash accent. Yeah. Uh, as a member of the. <laughs> Barely a member. Well, whatever. I'm white yeah. trash adjacent. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 fair enough. Um, yeah, I, I get 
I get to use the words white trash and redneck, but, yeah, but I mean, you can't. You so, so like, I, but, which yeah. means, which means I can't say chaff. Yeah, no, you can say estuary. Yeah, I'll say estuary. estuary yeah, or, I'll, you know, I'll, even even East like End accent. Estuary, yeah. diet chaff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but anyway, it it is hilarious. Um, who else like, is like 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 Idris Elba doesn't doesn't sound all that all, all that um all that whack. Like he has an English accent. Yeah. And, and I had been so used to him on The Wire yeah. and like to hear Stringer Bell in his English accent. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was pretty. That was pretty wild. Does um, he use his English? I can't remember. Does he use his? Does he use his regular? For as a Heimdall. Yeah. It, neither Baltimore nor English. Uh, it, it it's it's a sort of uh. Yeah. Really baritone. Yeah. <laughs> um, he doesn't say much. Portentous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. I mean, he's Heimdall is a man of few words. But, um, yeah. Oh God! Another great example of this: uh, the Americans. Uh, I'm blanking on the name Matthew of the lead actor. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Boy, oh boy! Yeah, he's really. Scottish. Oh my lord! <laughs> yeah. yeah, his is super yeah, super he's thick. He's got a good English American accent in that. I'd he does. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Well, I I hadn't realized. I mean, yeah. it, Even, I mean, much like Idris Elba. Like yeah. I just you know. I'm usually bad at hearing people's bad accents yeah if i don't know but once i know that they you know have a different natural accent sometimes i hear it a little bit better but you can yeah yeah matthew reese i never heard anything but nothing ever sounded off about his english american you know american yeah. english yeah. once i knew like you can you can start to like, he's a little bit you suddenly and i'm about to say notice i'm going to think that i notice yeah because I, I can't tell now but i i, I suspect that i detect Thought I had another act in there. I I can't finish a sentence. You suspect that you detect an accent. No, but, not an accent, but that like he's going a little bit more nasal. Yeah, for the American. Yeah. Which is how you do an American accent. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Are we nasal? I guess maybe we are. Uh that's where the word honky comes from. Mm. Hmm. Which which I can say. <laughs> I think we can both say that. <laughs> we can, yes, we're both honkies. <laughs> um next week on trivializing racially loaded language not trivializing it we're having a no, sense we're not. of humor uh, uh, fair yes yeah, yes we are you have to be able to laugh at shit yeah uh yeah, yeah. yeah. from time to time yeah and, and uh, yeah removing the power from yeah. from that does have some utility um yep yep anyway so lost we are enjoying that and then the other thing that we had been talking about sort of a uh, cultural stuff yeah. was uh was the what if series yeah. Very first one was great, yeah. and it's been kind of downhill ever since. The second since. one was good. It was the second one, the one about. Oh, the second one was good. Yeah, uh, like yeah uh, T'Challa uh, yeah, is was Star Lord. Yeah, yeah, that was that was yeah, that was hilarious. That yeah, was funny. That one was funny, but then yeah. after that, they've all kind of been like, "Huh, I feel like we've been watching this for a long time." Yeah, it feels like movie yeah. length, but it's only been yeah, diminishing minutes. returns ever since then. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first two were the best. Uh, the first one, you know, Haley Atwell, whatever her character's name is, um, Haley Goddamn Atwell. She's my superhero. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it is almost like an atonement for um, how that character and that actress were just underutilized. Yeah. Uh, so, so I liked that. That was fantastic. Uh, I want to watch that again and again. Mm-hmm. Watching yeah, watching uh, you know, Captain Britain punch the shit out of Nazis. I could do that all day. Yeah, no, that was fun. Um, and T'Challa as Star-Lord, that was great. Uh, they're having fun with all of the characters. Um, you know, Thanos as... <laughs> yeah, there was like a lot of funny <laughs> like, banter in that too. But the, 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 yeah. the more recent ones have just been like... Eh. 
little, a little, what's that? Leaden. Up their own butts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as our daughter said, what if we just didn't watch anymore? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or now we're like completists. So, you know, we have to finish watching it. My sister saw. uh, Shang-Chi? Yeah. Ooh, what'd you think? She said it was pretty good. All right. We have not seen Shang-Chi. We haven't. Um, and I'm not sure when we're going to get it. We might, because I think it's coming to Disney Plus like in a month or two. Yeah, we might just watch it. I think we're just going to watch it on TV. Yeah, I haven't seen, I mean, not that I've been looking, yeah. but I haven't seen any like, you know, buzz or spoilers or anything that I have to avoid yeah, me for that. So I got my ticket to go see Dune. Ooh. And I'm going to go see it in the theater. That's exciting. And um, God willing, if we get, here's my question to you. Right here on on public record. Yes. If our youngest child gets vaccinated, can we go see Eternals in a theater? Yes. Awesome. After whatever his vaccination period. Yeah, exactly. Is. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so I'd love that. Hey, speaking of for my, for um, my booster too, and, and he's not Arab, but uh, uh, Central Asia. Our youngest child. No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Camille Nanjiani. Oh yeah. Is in. I mean, he's Pakistani, but. Yeah. Um, uh, Hooray! Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> delighted. Seen so anything in a little while. Yep. Yeah. When is and, that coming and I'm, out? I'm, 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 November. All right. Yeah, yeah, we should. So you know, once he's vaccinated, we can do that. Well, yeah. So I think it's even money at best. We'll be able to see that. Uh, but uh, Camille Langeni, that's the kind of representation that we want. So a headline, because uh, you know that he got super ripped for yes. the role. Uh, I have not read the article. It's an article in like Men's Health or Esquire or, or something like that. Um, some. I read an article about the article, but uh, apparently he was going to do that anyway. Like Marvel paid for all this shit, but but he he made the point and 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 hooray Kamel for for saying this. Uh, he said like uh, in the eighties, action heroes were like Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No action heroes looked like me. Mm-hmm. And so I so, said like I'm going to get jacked because the kind of roles that I'm offered are like Silicon Valley and he's awesome in Silicon Valley. Awesome Silicon Valley but yeah. Like, like those are the sort of parts that I get. Yeah. Um, I want to All right, we'll kick some ass. Y- y- yeah. Yes. And, and it, it, I, I don't know how much ass he kicks in the Eternals, but I'm just delighted that uh, we've got him as a superhero yep. and I'm super stoked. Yeah, that'll be um, fun. We love Camille and I hope that he gets some, some movie where he, he kicks tons of ass. Mm-hmm. Because he's right. Yeah. Uh, in any film that I ever see, uh, if there's a Pakistani guy, he's not a romantic lead. He's there to fix your computer. Right. Or run <laughs> the convenience store. Yeah. 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 Lovebirds. Oh, wait, Lovebirds, that was the name of the thing that he did with yeah. this array? Yeah. Romantic lead. Yeah. Awesome. He was a romantic in... lead in The Big Sick. Of course. Yeah. Well, well, good. well, he yeah. wrote. He, yeah. he and yeah. Emily yeah. Gordon yeah. Uh, you know, wrote the thing. So so naturally, yeah. uh, there would be. But but I'm, I'm delighted that uh, that he gets to be a romantic yeah. lead. Because he's good. Yeah. He's good at it. He is good. Uh, he was hilarious in Stuber too. Stuber was actually not that bad. Hmm. Might not need to watch it again, but um, <laughs> had... airplane movie. Yeah, there was some there, there was some funny shit in there. Mm. <laughs> yeah. hmm. uh, so our conclusion about Kitty Pride and Wolverine is that we love Camille Nanjiani, <laughs> and we love Lost. We do. We'll see you all next week. We're going to see you next week, where we're talking about uh, issues three and four. Maybe next. We're, we're not going to have a proper recap next week. We're not going to have a proper recap for like three weeks. We're not going to have a proper recap till our event because we're, in we're the past. busy. Yes. Yeah, exactly. All right, but until then, keep reading the X Men. Bye. Thank you for listening to the X Men Files. 
We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.